podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're thankful for the reasons it's the best part of the fall. The crossover of seasons, football and basketball. So grab yourself a pumpkin brew or beverage of your choice. All the best smelling wildcats are here with Bosco's voice. Oh, don't you know we're on a podcast with Bosco's voice. Because I love you, Bonehead's baby. We're on a podcast. We're both ghost boys. Because I love you, Bonehead's baby. Thank you. Thank you very much for giving. Boom, the boys are back, and it is time to talk a little bit of actual hoops action. That's right. K-State taking down Emporia State, scoring the most points in an exhibition game since, I believe, I think they said 1997. I I mean, whatever. It's It's been a long time going up over 100 points on the exhibition game 102 to 68 the starters were Arthur Kaluma, Taj Manning, Cam Carter, Tyler Perry and David Gasson. Uh before we get into it uh man I I got to be honest through the entire game I couldn't help but think uh how much fun it would be to see uh Naquan Tomlin in this offense. We did see a new offense, lots of five out, all on the perimeter. Um, We're going to see lots of back cuts. We're going to see lots of one-on-one. We're going to see a lot of threes go up this year. It will be a little bit different from what we saw last year. Uh, And and again, it just just sucks. Uh, Because to have Tomlin in this offense, especially... Uh, with what you will hope to see in the future from Arthur Kaluma, because I, I think he personally left a little bit, a little bit uh, on the table tonight. Um, it it would have been amazing. Um, he was brought up multiple times in the TV broadcast, which I thought was interesting. I'm under the impression uh, that we probably, I mean, I'm working under the assumption we're not going to see Tomlin at all. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, but, but it is, it is a little bit different of an offense and I'll be interested to see really how it looks versus USC. Um, you know, give credit to Emporia state. I think they're a top 20 division two school right now. Uh, I, I like that we play the Kansas, uh, division two schools, the Kansas MIAA schools in exhibition games. Um, but you know, it's gonna, everything's gonna look a lot different on Monday out in Las Vegas, and, and the countdown is on. The countdown is on, and really, I, I think there is an excitement with this fan base. I, I don't I, I don't think anyone's surprised by it. I, I do think that when you see uh, that student turnout for the exhibition game, you saw 
the amount of conversation surrounding the exhibition game around folks on Twitter, on social media, message boards, etc. I think fans are pumped for this. I think you're going to see plenty of purple out in Las Vegas on TNT on Monday. Uh, It's going to be a late local tip. I think, you know, after 9 o'clock here locally, uh, I'll be out there. I'll be be in the desert. I'll be in the building. So uh, I'll definitely talk about it next Thursday when we get back. Uh, but but it, it's exciting. It's exciting to have basketball back, and it's exciting to see these guys out there. Before we jump into my takeaways from the game, shout out to Charlie Hustle. I'm rocking a Charlie Hustle crew neck right now. And folks, the hottest thing in the K-State fashion world are the K-State Letterman jackets, the K-State Bomber jackets over at charliehustle.com. Get over there and look. I think the black one already sold out. There's two white ones. There's still a lavender one. If you want to be styling, profiling, looking good, feeling good, cheering good, you better get over there soon because, uh, folks, they're not gonna they're not gonna be in stock much longer. So get over there. Uh, there might be a couple fun drops happening next week as well. So be sure to check that out on Charlie Hustle. You know we're going to be. Talking about it, publicizing it when it happens. So just be prepared. Got some good stuff coming next week as well. All right, uh, let's get into it. Again, they handled the exhibition game the way I wanted it to. So uh, I'm going to try, like I said, not to get too high, not get too low, not overreact to anything, um, whether good or bad. But the thing that I do really like is, uh, first off, the game... You know, 102 to 68. There, there was no worry ever about losing the game. Uh, so Coach Tang felt empowered to play all 12 scholarship guys that are with the program right now uh, a good amount of minutes. So you had David Gasson playing 16. You had Tyler Perry playing 19. Cam Carter, 24. Taj Manning, 11. Arthur Kaluma, 28. Quez Glover, 7. Only in the first half. We'll get to that here in a second. Uh, Dorian Finister played 19. Day-Day Ames played 20. R.J. Jones played 19. Buddy Rich played 10. Jarrell Colbert, 14. And, uh, sorry, that, that was uh, Will McNair with 10 and Buddy Rich with 12 minutes. Um, so... I liked that. I loved seeing the minutes distribution. I liked seeing all these guys because, again, um, look, you might not see Buddy Rich as much as I I like him. You might not see him play a ton of minutes rest of the way. He may not have many games where he's up around 12 minutes rest of the way. Same with with Dorian Finister. How much are we going to see him? Uh, Taj Manning. I know he started. We'll see. I don't know. I would imagine, especially if you had your full complement of players, you wouldn't be seeing a lot of these guys very much. Now, you're going to have to probably see a few of these guys a little bit more than you'd like with Tomlin away from the team. Um, But it was fun. It was fun to see these guys. And I want to start first with the three freshmen. They are obviously freshmen, and I don't know if any of them are going to hit the ground running enough to make a major impact this season. But all three of these guys did some really fun stuff. First, R.J. Jones. Granted, he only hit one field goal, so he was 1-5 of from the field. Not great. 
but he made it count. You know, a buzzer beater at the end of the first half. All five of his, of his field goal attempts were from three. The entire team was just stinky from three. Um, and, and we'll talk about that here in a, in a bit. Um, but he, you know, he, he was out there and, and he made that shot. And I think he moved around, played okay defense. I don't think anyone was really great on defense. Giving up 68 points to Emporia State isn't great. Um, and, and again, there's a lot of easy buckets. There's a lot of back cuts. Um, so I, they have a lot to work on, on defense. But but I thought, I mean, he moved around on defense better than I was anticipating. Day-Day Ames, uh, 5 of 9 from the field. He had 11 points. He had, what, he grabbed 3 rebounds, had 3 assists as well. Uh, not credited with any steals. But he, again, he looked the part. He was out there, and he really kind of looked like he is going to be something special here soon. Um, maybe not this season, but he has that mentality. He has that no-fear mentality. You can see why he was an All-American. You can see why he played in a lot of those All-Star games. You can see why... He was a big-time player in the Chicago prep ranks. Um, very excited to see what he has. And then, funny enough, the freshman who... I mean, again, this is why I'm not going to take away a ton from... Um, I'm not going to take a ton away from this game because I think Buddy Rich is going to be a guy who probably plays the least out of the freshmen. But, I mean, he, he had what? He led the team... With nine rebounds, he was four of six from the field with eight points, and he was doing highlight plays all over the place. That dude can jump out of the gym. He can dunk the ball like he's in the little cat slam jam. He is a walking highlight, and boy, it was fun to see him out there. Uh, again, I don't know how many games this year where Buddy Rich is going to play double-digit minutes, uh, but I imagine anytime he gets on the court, he's going to be looking to slam the ball down. Looking at the three red shirt freshmen, uh, and that's right, Dorian Finister did get his red shirt granted. Honestly, I'm absolutely shocked. I don't know how Coach Tang did it. I don't know what rules they found. Uh, I mean, the way the any the way the rules are written in the NCAA handbook, there's no world in which Dorian Finister should have gotten a red shirt, but sure enough, he has it. Um, I think the one everyone's uh, pleased with in 14 minutes, Jarrell Colbert, 5 of 5 from the field, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, grabbed 5 rebounds, and he was the second leading scorer on this team. Uh, he was credited, I, I mean, I think he was only credited with one block. Uh, could have had a couple, because uh, he got uh, whistled for a foul on one of them, so he should have had two. But, he, I mean, look... He went viral. Everyone was going crazy for him uh, after the Washburn game last year. I'll be interested to see how much time he gets. Uh, again, I think he sees more time uh, with no Naquan Tomlin. You know, Will McNair is around. You have David Gasson. But again, unless you're going to be playing a lot of Taj Manning, unless you're going to be playing a lot of Buddy Rich, which I don't think is going to be the case for either one of them, you could see uh, David Gasson kind of pop out to that four role 
uh, if he can guard wings and guard stretch fours consistently, you might see a lot more uh, Drell Colbert than maybe initially anticipated. And he showed that he is up for it. Of the three redshirt freshmen, he really showed the most. Dorian Finister did knock down a three, hit both of his free throws, had seven points, uh, credited with, what, seven rebounds, had a couple turnovers. Uh, he, he was credited with two assists. Look, I, I don't want to be too harsh on him. Um, you know, th- this kind of looked at the level of basketball he is. Again, only a, tr- a redshirt freshman. He has time. Uh, but I, I think any game that we're depending too much on Dorian Finister, we might be in trouble. Taj Manning, he was just kind of along for the ride. Um, only got three shots up. Ha- uh, hit two of them, though, so that's good. Uh, 11 minutes. He's a hustle guy. He was credited with a steal. Uh, got one rebound, one assist. If he's going to be out there, and again, only played 11 minutes, I think. So that's the second lowest on the team. Uh, and the lowest of anyone who played both halves. Um, again, I don't I don't anticipate much from Taj Manning. He got the start. Uh, I, I, I'm very interested. I have no clue what Jerome Tang is going to do for the starting lineup out in Las Vegas. Um I doubt it's going to be Taj Manning, but maybe it is. I I, I really don't know. Um, didn't really see much from him. So really, coming out of the exhibition, we only get to see one exhibition before things get real on Monday with USC. Uh, Drell Colbert really is the shining star of the uh, redshirt freshman. Uh, getting to let's let's go to Cam Carter. Cam Carter uh, looked like a man. Um, Possessed. Uh, he seven of thirteen from the field. Uh, Twenty-four minutes. Twenty points. Perfect from the free throw line. Had three assists. No rebounds. Only one turnover. Two steals. Uh, look again. Uh, I don't want to go too overboard. It's an exhibition game, but this is what we're going to need from Cam Carter, especially with no Naquan Tomlin. With no Naquan Tomlin, we're going to need someone to step up and be that third scorer. And quite frankly, I don't think there's another candidate. I don't think there is another candidate to be the third scorer. Because uh, you're going to depend on Tyler Perry. You're going to depend on Arthur Kaluman. I'm going to save those two guys for last. Um, you need a third guy. And again, I think that the true freshmen, I think all three of them are going to have... Uh, seasons where they're going to be double-digit scores for K-State. I truly believe that. Um, I'm happy to see the redshirt freshmen uh, developing, but I'm not going to hold my breath for any of those guys to be consistent scorers. Um, I'll talk about uh, Quez Glover and Will McNair here in a second, but they're not. you can't depend on them to be bucket getters. So really it comes down to Cam Carter and... And Coach Tang said, hey, look, I told him he has to be a weapon. He has to be a bucket getter. I need you to have a short memory. I need you to go score for me. And uh, he answered the bell in Exhibition 1. Now, he's going to be going up against some of the best guards in the Pac-12 next week. Um, And at times, he's probably going to have to be playing on the wing. He's going to have to be guarding some guys who are the best athletes on the floor. Uh, Cam Carter can be an elite defender, and Cam Carter can be elite. And again, I was very tough on him last year, and I was tough on him in the offseason. Look, if you look at some of the advanced statistics when it comes to offensive production, 
Um, he was one of the worst in the Big 12 last year. And we cannot have that. With no Naquan Tomlin, if this team is going to get to the NCAA tournament, if this team's going to have any shot at having the type of season we want them to, it really now is on the shoulders of Cam Carter to be that third consistent scoring option. And things looked very good tonight. Uh, he was hustling. And again, um, nobody shot the ball well from three. Uh, he was two of seven. Uh yeah, so him and Tyler Perry, who was two of nine, uh, the only guys hit multiple three-point shots. Um, but perfect from the line. Uh, and, and then what, what? He was five of six? Five of six from two-point? Again, if he can do that, if he's going to finish at the rim, it's what we said all offseason. What we said all last year, this guy can get to the rim. He can make plays. If he can finish at the rim... The, the guy could be an all-Big 12 type of guy. So, loved seeing that. That is going to be the number one thing I have my eye on out in Las Vegas, though. Um, all right, uh, Quez Glover, uh, he played seven minutes in the first half. I thought he looked good. Um, he hit his one three-point shot, hit two free throws, had three assists when he was out there, only one turnover. Again, not a ton of turnovers for the entire team. Only 12 turnovers. Uh, the team had... What do we have? Eight, 26 assists. So, again, that's elite. That is that is great. 26 assists on the 38 field goals. That's that's great. That is very good. Um, and, and Quez Glover looked all right out there. Uh, looked like he tweaked his knee. Coach Tang uh, postgame said, hey, we're going to have to wait. We're hoping it's nothing serious. I don't I, – I'm, I'm hoping it's not. He stayed out there, didn't play in the second half. Um, but – I, you really need him to be be ready uh, for that game on Monday. Otherwise, you are going to look to Day-Day Ames. Otherwise, you are going to have to look to R.J. Jones to play some actual minutes uh, in that first game going up against USC. Because, um, as we'll talk about here in a second, I don't know if you can trust Tyler Perry to pencil him in for 35 minutes. Um, so he looked fine. Uh, Will McNair, you know, he, he <laughs> this was a game Taylor made for him. Um, he's big, he's strong, and he's going up against a small team. Again, that's why I'm not going to go too overboard with Drell Colbert's big game either. Because um, Emporia State, small, unathletic, you're not going to see big men like that the entire rest of the year. So he looked fine out there. Again, um, Coach Tang said in his uh, pregame press availability that uh, Glover and McNair are not where he wants them to be. Uh, that they still have a lot of growing to do in hopes that they're going to peak at the right time at the end of the season. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a work in progress. Getting to the two big guys now, and where I, I do have a little bit of disappointment, I'm not going to. I am not going to freak out. Uh, but I'm going to start with Tyler Perry. Tyler Tyler Perry did not shoot lights out overseas. He had a rough night shooting uh, versus SMU in the secret scrimmage in the box score that leaked out. And he went 2 of 9 from 3 um, in this game. Look, we brought him in to be a 35% 3-point shooter. He was one of the best shooters in the nation last year. If this team is going to achieve what it needs to without you know the scoring option, Naquan Tomlin, being unsure of what you're going to get from Cam Carter... Um, he needs to have a short memory, but two of nine, um, 
I mean, it, it's a little worrisome. Uh, one of two from two, didn't get to the free throw line. Um, had five assists, which is good. Only two turnovers, so five to two assists to turnover. That's good. Um, but the shooting was bad. Uh, and quite frankly, I was a little surprised by his you know, defense, his man-on-man defense coming from North Texas, from that program that was one of the best defensive teams in the country. Uh, I was a little surprised at how laissez-faire he was on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so, so we're going to see what happens. That's going to be another thing I'm really going to keep my eye on Monday out in Las Vegas. Um, again, it's an exhibition game. Not going to freak out too much, but it's something to keep an eye on. Uh, because anytime he's played a game uh, with referees going against the other team, he he, he hasn't had a, a great uh, shooting um, you know run. Granted, it's three you know summer games that don't count, a secret scrimmage and an exhibition that doesn't count. So again, I'm not worried about it, but it's something to keep an eye on. The final guy, uh, Arthur Kaluma, played 28 minutes, so he was the leading minutes getter. One of three from three, three of six from field goal, uh, three of three uh, from the free throw line, which was good. Grabbed four rebounds, had two assists, only one turnover, one block, one steal. I mean, it, it's a so-so uh, stat line, but again, it kind of comes back to the the elephant in the room, the the hand that we didn't think we were going to be dealt, and that is there is no Naquan Tomlin. So without Tomlin, you have to even depend even more on Arthur Kaluma to go out and get buckets. Again, exhibition game. They're trying to work the ball quite a bit, but I need this guy to be aggressive. I need him to go to the rim. I need him to knock down the uncontested three-point shots. Again, he went one of three from three. His two misses were back-to-back uncontested all by himself down in the corner three-point shot. Um and you want him to you want him to hit those. You're gonna need him to hit those. Um, I think it's gonna be fine. Again, his length helps him out on defense. He he wasn't great. And and honestly, I, I think the entire team they knew, hey, this is an exhibition. I think everything's gonna get turned up to eleven uh, out in Las Vegas versus USC here in a few days. Um, but all in all, th- that's my takeaway player by player. Um I, I, I think you guys can let me know if, if I kept things Calm, uh, even keel reaction to uh, to to an exhibition game. Uh, I can't wait to see us play USC. I, I'm pumped. That I'm going to be able to be there. Can't wait for it. I'm going to give you guys five things I'm going to be keying in on. Five things I'm really going to be watching for in that game versus USC. But before we do, how about a shout out for Manhattan Brewing Company, guys? Tang parties on tap. Get in there. Get a couple four packs. Get a couple crawlers. I'm going to be in there before the game on Friday versus Bellamarine or whatever. Whoever we're playing on Friday. Bellamarine? Bellamarine? I don't know. You guys know how bad I am with pronouncing stuff. But I'm going to be there on Friday before that game takes off. I'm going to get a couple tang parties. I'm going to enjoy the ambiance on a Friday night in Manhattan at Manhattan Brewing Company before I then head over to see K-State take on whoever that is, in their home opener for a game that counts. Check them out. Politely tell your local liquor store you want Manhattan Brewing Company. All right, number one thing I'm going to be looking for versus USC is the continuation of Cam Carter 2.0. 
This was an exhibition game. This was versus guys who are going to be having, you know, battles with, you know, the, the Washburn Ichabods. USC is a top 25 team. USC is a team that's going to be competing for the Pac-12 title. USC is supposed to be an NCAA tournament team. Can Cam Carter have a big night? Can he finish at the rim? Can he take care of the ball and play good defense? I'm looking for Cam Carter to step up and be that leader that this team needs. Coach Jerome Tang says, hey, I'm still taking applications for whoever wants to step up and lead this team. I think it needs to be Cam Carter. I think it needs to be Cam Carter. So that's the number one thing I'm going to be looking for. Number two thing I'm going to be dialed in on is three-point percentage. Look, if you're going to throw up 32, 32 threes, you got to make more than nine. 28% from three. I want to see that up around 33, 34%. Uh, I want, if we're going to be throwing up 32 of them, I, I want to see 10, 11 go in. That's what I want to see. Um, so again, you're not off by a ton, and it always seems worse in the moment. You know, wide open shot, you think every single one of them should go in. I get it. I understand it. Uh, but 28% when you're shooting that much from three uh, is not good enough. And, and the sub point to that is I really want to see Tyler Perry have a 40% shooting night from three versus USC. That's a tall order. That is a, a very high percentage, especially versus a good team in an arena like like we're going to be playing in, in Las Vegas. I get it. But I really, really am going to be dialed in and hoping to see the three-point percentage go up. Number three, how is this team going to rebound? Look, I, I thought they were fine rebounding. They gave up a couple uh, offensive rebounds that kind of, you know, ma- made you a little frustrated. Um, but all in all, you know, it's fine. But again, this is, wait, how many? So ended up giving up seven rebounds, 29 total. Again, not horrible. Um, but you're going to be going up against a USC team who can crash the glass I, you know I, I have not watched any of their exhibition they've they have a bunch of newcomers so again I'm not going to pretend that any sort of scouting report is going to mean much of anything this is going to be the first game we see that USC is going to play as well but you can't be giving up easy baskets you cannot be giving up extra possessions you can't be giving up second chance points so I'm going to be dialed in on that the other two things I'm going to look on how will their composure be? Again, it's not going to be a hostile crowd. There's going to be plenty of purple in there. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of USC fans in there as well. But this isn't some hostile environment. It's not even. It's not going to be like that Butler game that I was at. But it isn't going to be Bramlage. It is not going to be an exhibition. Again, this is baptism by fire for the very first game. So if they can keep their composure when USC goes on a run, can they get themselves out of it and not spiral and let the game get out of hand? That's going to be something I'm going to look for because I guarantee USC will go on a run. What will the punch and counterpunch coming out of that run look like for this team? And number five, who is going to step up when a bucket is needed? Again, there wasn't a time tonight, you know, there's a buzzer beater at the second half, but... There was never a time where they said, all right, we need someone to go get that bucket. There was no long drought. There was no crunch time. There was no, oh, man, we're kind of getting it handed to us. We need a bucket now and fast. None of those moments popped up. So we don't know who that guy is going to be. Instinct says it's going to be Tyler Perry. Um, it, I mean, again, I think it probably will be him. But that's, the, that's what I'm going to look for. 
who's on the court in those moments and who's going to go out and get that bucket. Because, again, there is no Marquise Noel who can get to the rim and either dish it to Keontae Johnson for a wide-open three or make some circus layup and get the crowd going. He that, that type of player is not on this team. So I'm going to be interested to see how they handle those situations. But that's all we have, folks. Again, it's so good to have basketball back. I know you guys are pumped for it. I am as well. Uh, I will. I so coming out of the Las Vegas game, I here behind the scenes, we'll be doing on Saturday after the K State Texas football game. I'll be doing kind of an instant reaction uh, review pod. I will be doing the Q and A episode that night as well. And then when I get back on that Tuesday, I'm going to record the Baylor preview. And then on Thursday, so Thursday is going to be the basketball show. So I'm going to talk about that USC game. And then I'm going to talk about you know the things I'll be looking for uh, for the Friday-Monday turnaround uh, as, as things really kick into high gear for basketball. Shoot me any comments. Let me know your big takeaways from this game. What will you be looking for in the USC game? That's all we have for Chauncey, the best dog in the world. My name's Scott McFarland. We love you guys, and go Cats. Hail to the purple. Hail to the white. Wildcat in spirit. Wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater from sea to sea, onward forever, hail victory. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Fight, UK State Wildcats form, alma mater fights, glory in the combat for the purple and the white, faithful to our colors. We will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. UK State Wildcats for alma mater. Fight, 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 fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Go State!
Social Podcast Network.